What a great bump to come back with. In honor of Steph Nason's face goal, which, according to our friend Walt Ruff of Hurricanes.com, content maestro, uh, it's not even the first face goal Steph Nason scored in his career. Did one with the New Jersey Devils back in the day. Mike Metascalco, I'm going to say this definitively, has never scored a goal with his face. Ever. Uh, he might have blocked a pitch in the dirt with his face. I don't know. He joins us on the Adam Gold Show, the voice of your Carolina Hurricanes. He's in Columbus. You've never scored a goal with your face, have you? Does floor hockey count or deck hockey? Yeah, sure. Why not? Then, yes, I have. Oh, good for you. Did it hurt? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's uh, those, those <laughs> you know, the, the hard plastic orange uh, oh, you know, gosh, road yeah. hockey balls that, yeah. you know, and I wasn't wearing a helmet or anything, so. But, uh, you know, I got a hard head, so I'm fine. And it was Steph Nason who was the source. He told them that he did it with Jersey. And uh, Walt went, and as you, you mentioned, content maestro was He's able amazing. to dig up the video and find it. So it's great. I'm looking uh, at it right that's now. A, that's a huge goal, too. That's a, whenever you score with your face, uh, like when Justin Williams did that a few years ago after the Brett Pesci shot, yeah. I believe, down in Florida. I, I, that should count as two goals, not just as one. It's funny. I keep I keep busting Brett's chops about it as every time I can by telling him, you know, the ultimate insult is that your slap shot hit Justin Williams in the cheek and went in, and he came back and played. I think you need to go back and work on your shot, Brett. <laughs> And I'm sure he gives you that. He yeah, loves yeah, it. I will. You know, I don't have the hardest shot. It was accurate. <laughs> he was aiming. He was aiming. It was a. It was a tip try. It was great. It's a shot pass right off of Williams' cheekbone. Um, you know, Rod Brindamore talks about it. He's talked about it a lot. Not a lot of puck luck. I mean, honestly, Carolina's three goals were all puck luck last night. Uh, the shot off just uh, Jordan Martinuk's back or his pants or wherever it hit fell to Jordan Stahl. The Svechnikov shot. I've seen it a thousand times now. It wasn't even on net. It was, no. <laughs> and then the uh, the Steph Nason face goal or the visor goal. Uh, but I, didn't you think they got better? I thought the third period was pretty solid. Rod didn't like it, but I thought it was solid in the third period. No, I like their first and I like their third period in that game, especially you know a two two game on the road. Uh, you got that late goal that that ties the game in the second period. A period you didn't play well. That was the funny thing is I thought that the, the, the Canes were far better than Minnesota in the first period, <laughs> but it's the Wild who are up 2-1. to one, right. And I thought that the Wild were better in the second period, and the Canes win that period to, to have the game tied. So uh, I thought they, they played a good road period in, in the third, the, the way that they have to play to win. In the penalty kill again, Jeez. comes up big. I mean, that, that's the, you know, Adam, when we talk about this team this year, I, I think the hallmark is going to be, the special teams and how the penalty kill in a lot of games really switch momentum to the Kane side of things. And, and, you know, when puck luck, the one thing about it, you got to get a bounce, but you also have to put yourself in the spots to take advantage of the bounce. And that's what the Canes did on their three goals there last night. They, they got to the spots. I mean, that's a, a goal that Steph Nason, you know, he's not dancing around. He's charging to the net yep. at the end of a power play, you know, and, and that should be, we can argue, is it a power play goal or not? In my mind, if you score a goal, Five seconds after a power play is over, there's no way the guy coming out of the box gets in position. That's still a power play goal in my mind. But, you know, Nason scores by going to the net. Yep. And then the Canes make a great play uh, on the Svechnikov goal. And, and Andre Svechnikov stays on the ice to, to try to get numbers on that shift and, and on that rush. So, you know, 
you, you make your, your own luck when you get it. And this is a team that, you know, the bounces don't necessarily always go their way and they find a way to win. So that was pretty refreshing last night yeah. in St. Paul to get that. Mike Maniscalco is joining us, the voice of your Carolina Hurricanes against Columbus last night. I think it's a radio on um, tomorrow night. I don't know. You are correct. Uh, I think it's a radio-only game tomorrow, but anyway, we'll be on the radio, and all of us will be on the radio. Um, and I, w- I want to talk to you about Pyotr Kachetkov, and I know you talk to Trip about it a lot, and I've been talking to Trip throughout the day today about uh, Pyotr. There, he was amazing in the win over Florida. I mean, so good, you know, spectacular stand-on-your-head type game. But in many respects, I'm not sure last night wasn't a better sign that Kachetkov had turned the corner because I thought his anticipation reading the play helped him make what otherwise would have been difficult situations look routine because as good as Minnesota was and as dangerous as they've been offensively lately there, I mean, he didn't have to make a ton of great saves. I just think he was in position all night. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the funny thing, Adam, that goalies can make a, it would normally be a great save if they're out of position and they scramble to get to it. But he makes a save on, on Matt Zuccarello uh, late in the first period. And I'm thinking Zuccarello is going to bury this one. And Kochetkov is, is over there to make the play. Uh, he robbed Marco Rossi yeah. twice. Uh, one was right there on the goal line. Matt Boldy was there. And then the, the one save on Kaprizov where the puck it's on the power play. He mans up on him and he's in the right position. Yeah. And I'm with you. And uh, the, the first period, again, I don't fault him on either of the goals. Yeah, you know, the the one from Brodeen is from distance, and you can say, well, woulda, coulda. But for me, it was after that. Nothing comes in. And, you know, for a, a young netminder, you got to build that, that mental wall of, okay, nothing else is getting past me here the rest of the night. And uh, that, for me, is the growth this year for Piotr. I think we all know he has the skill. And Paul Schoenfelder has done an unbelievable job with working with Piotr on the tenets of being a fundamentally sound goalie. Right. <laughs> I know that's so big there, Adam, but right. you know that's a big thing when you can when you can rely on the fundamentals, uh, and then his athletic ability can take over for the other parts of it. You, you're really building something special, and I think that's where the Carolina Hurricanes are right now with uh, with Piotr. And, and that was a good performance last night from him. And, and I'm with you, building off of what he did in that Florida game. You just want to keep stacking these wins. And that's what he's been able to do. Yeah, we all remember the the first I don't know month month two months of the season, and Carolina's team save percentage was at the bottom of the league. It was like in the eight seventies. It was yeah. that bad. Um, it's right. It's just over ninety percent now. But since the game in Ottawa, and that's the line of demarcation not only for Kachetkov. But for the team, the Hurricanes have the best record in the NHL since that game, that win in Ottawa. Um, their team save percentage is nine ten, which, if you looked right now, fifth best in the NHL. If you put that nine ten, slotted it right in. So from that point on, it's not because so it's not just Piotr. Part of that is also Spencer Martin. You got an explanation oh. for that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. There's there's a couple of things. Uh, one of them, and uh, I know that we can talk about analytics and numbers all day long. If you go to the start of the year, and the one thing that the Canes do defensively that is better than I think than anybody in the league, they limit shots on goal. So 
Adam, when yes. you're only giving up 22, 23 shots on goal a game, but you're not getting those saves that you need or right. giving up grade A chances and the other team is scoring four goals, five goals, uh, you're the perfect guy I can use this analogy with. It's like a starting pitcher who gets rocked on opening day. It's going to take him until June to get his ERA back to where you're like, right. oh, that's not disgusting. Uh, so that's kind of what happened with the Canes goaltenders in October and November. And now what's happening is not only are the Canes still limiting the shots, but now you're getting the saves. And for Spencer Martin, uh, we're here in Columbus, so not to go Ricky Bobby and no disrespect uh-huh. to the Columbus Blue Jackets, but for Spencer Martin playing in front of a team that doesn't have that defensive structure, doesn't play the way that the Canes do, you throw him behind what Carolina does, and all he has to do is stop the puck. He, he doesn't have to be Superman. He just has to stop the puck. And the amazing thing for me is Boston, Vegas, a Chicago team that, that wants to play a little bit open, and they got yeah. Connor Bedard back in that game. And then he was, he was the reason why Carolina gets a point against Buffalo yep. uh, on Sunday. Uh, I just think for him, he has it's the confidence going back the other way. I think the confidence goes from the goal out. I think for Spencer Martin going, playing behind this team, I, I just have to get in front of the puck. I don't have to worry about anything else. And he has been a revelation. And, and another great, and we've talked about it, Chip and I have talked about it on the broadcast, and he says he's the uh, Curtis McElhaney 2.0, yeah. the waiver pickup. And I, I really do believe that. His demeanor, how he carries himself, and he just he makes the save and he doesn't give up the big rebound at the wrong time. So. And the goaltending's been, as you pointed it out, the goaltending's been good. You yep. look at Kochekov, you look at Martin, they're making not just, you know, the big save, they're making the save when the Canes need it. Yeah, and, and even, I know there have been bad games, and he was sent to the minor leagues, but uh, Auntie Ranta has yep. had a lot of good moments in there, and he's hurt now. Look, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you know the answer to this, and I'm not suggesting that you do, um, but what are the chances we see Spencer Martin tomorrow against his old mates, the Columbus Blue Jackets? I think it's a really good chance um, just because he has given this coaching staff, he's given Paul Schoenfelder, the goaltending coach, and Rod Brindamore every reason to give him starts and to give him these opportunities. And uh, not that it's a super quick turnaround, but, you know, you're going to play an afternoon game at home against Winnipeg on Saturday. Yep. You know, why not Why not give Pyotr Kochetkov a little bit more time to – come off of that win that he has the other night. You can throw Spencer Martin in, and then you can roll with Pyotr Kochetkov against Winnipeg at home. I think that it would be, honestly, a coin flip, but you know, I don't make the decision, but I, I would not be shocked. And based on practice today, uh, they both split the starters crease, so uh, <laughs> good luck for me trying to figure it out. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if Spencer Martin gets to start tomorrow night. Was, uh, was Freddie on the ice? Freddie was on the ice. Still mm. practicing, still getting closer, so uh, still, there's no definitive timetable right. for it. But again, you know, that's look at look at the the negative, and we see all the stories about what the Canes need. And every national writer goes goaltending. I'm no. like, I don't think goaltending is the the one thing that the team needs right now, uh, unless there's something that you know blows their socks off. But even then, uh, you get Freddie back, and, and he, for a guy who's missed three months, he doesn't look like he's missed three months, at least in practice. So. Uh, that's an encouraging thing. And then we've already talked about the other three goaltenders right now for this team. I mean, look, at some point, you can't carry four. 
So they're, no. they're, the decisions will be made, and we will discuss those at a later time. Mike Meniscalco is the voice of your Carolina Hurricanes, and we will be listening to him tomorrow when the Hurricanes take on the Columbus Blue Jackets from Columbus. And I'll see you Saturday afternoon up at uh, up on the fifth floor. I will see you there, Adam. Take care, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mike Maniscalco, the voice of your Carolina Hurricanes.